Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Have you got some lipstick on? I've got lipstick on. We always yeah, put lipstick on. We can't do podcast. this without lipstick on, can yeah. we? It's bit, I'm wearing a long dress as well. Oh, I'm wearing. Not. Oh, try not to break the magic. <laughs> I wanted the podcast people, our listeners, our beloved listeners, to think that you know we made a bit of an effort for it, them. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. just we've just run a bit of chapstick oh, around our lips. Yeah. Oh, that sounds a bit rude. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I, I know. know. I knew what you meant. Yeah. Anyway, we're here. We're dandy. Uh, this is older and wider. Yay! Hey, the, hey what happened last week? <gasps> We were rather in demand, weren't we? There was a bit of a media flurry. Flurry. <laughs> we had. We took a train. Took a train to Manchester. Mm. Uh, we didn't go on the same train. You were on a different train because you were coming from Oxfordshire. And I, I bet that was from... a relief, wasn't it? That you didn't have to talk to me for Do three hours. You know hours. what? I had the most glorious first-class train trip all to myself. <sighs> I didn't pay the ticket, obviously. You never go no, first class quite, if you pay yourself. Oh, well, you'd be mad, wouldn't you? But the BBC were paying for us to go to Manchester, weren't they? And uh, to do a morning slot on British... Uh, breakfast time. Breakfast time. <laughs> I think breakfast time is the, the, the words that you're looking for. Oh, God, yeah, I lost it there yeah, for a yeah, second. Yeah. Um, to talk about this, we need to tell them that. To talk about this, because yeah. it was doing so well. And is doing so well. Well, it did. It spiked after we appeared on Breakfast Time with Charlie and Naga. Mm. And what happened, Judith? Where did we get to in the iTunes the top, Well, the top of the comedy i um, Number one. Yes. Of the hit parade. Yes, of the comedy, comedy podcast. And number two in iTunes in general, which I think means that it's the number two, the, the second most popular of, of all podcasts. For How a moment, that? it was. How about I, that? I haven't dared look since because no, I well, think let's these not. things fluctuate. Let's but for not. a moment, yeah. it's like once I wrote a book and I became a Sunday Times top ten bestseller. Oh yeah, and they've used that on every book I've written mm. since. Even yeah, would do. Yeah, would of course do. they have. I know. I know. Um, so listen. So I might there have you a are. Tattoo done of that. <laughs> <laughs> so so on there my you train. are. Going up to up to Manchester on your train, first class. Yeah, go on. Oh God, you know what I had with me? I had my iPad. And I had downloaded, successfully downloaded, I'm getting good at all this, you know, downloaded uh, the episode of Call the Midwife, which I hadn't seen on the Sunday night. Really? Yeah. And I I watched Mm. that. There was a man sitting next to me, and it was all about cervical smears as well. He went, oh. Um, But, you know, I just thought, no, that's fine. Wait, so you had your your headphones on, didn't you? I mean, you you weren't playing into the carriage. Oh, maybe that was what I... (laughs) No, of course I so yeah, so you watched um, Call Called the Midwife, Midwife and yeah. do you know what? I had a I mm. had a salad on the train because it was an evening train. I caught at seven o'clock, <sighs> and I took with me a, a, a salad from Itsu. That's one of my favourites. God, it's really. I mean, I must admit, it is shaping up as quite an evening. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, I'd almost. I almost came on the train. <laughs> 
Um, so did you watch the what they call the midwife first and then eat your itzy salad, or which way around both did you do it? Oh, both at the same Good, yeah. Well, both at the And then yeah. they came around with the trolley, and I didn't have yeah. a drink. I thought, no, I won't, because mm-hmm. uh, I had a little bottle with me from Marx's, which I was waiting to have at the hotel. But they gave me... Um, a box, a little snack box of cheese and biscuits. Oh, did they? Do you know, I thought, when I get to that hotel... I see I'm, where you're going with this. I'm going to get into my... I'm going to have a bath, get into my pyjamas, <laughs> get into bed. I've got my little bottle of wine from Marks and Spencer's and, and your my snack box. Big, and your snack box. box. Yeah. Just the one, or did you get two? No, I just got the one. I think I, I might have gone for now. two. <laughs> I got that, because you know two. what happened? What? Somewhere between the train and the hotel... I lost my snack box. No, Jenny, you didn't. She lost it. I might have left it in the taxi. Oh, my God. The crushing disappointment. (laughs) When I had my bath, I put my little bottle of wine. It was one of those hotels where they still have fridges that you can put things in. Oh, yeah. And I put the bottle of wine, little bottle of wine, miniature bottle of wine into the fridge. Yeah. I thought, have my bath, take my makeup, get her into my pyjamas. Yeah. Take the bra off. Everything, everything will be ready at the same time. Everything (laughs) will be there. And the cheese snack box and the little bottle of Chardonnay. No cheese snack box. Oh, Jenny. That is that. That are you still? Yeah, I bet you're still trying to get over that. I just, I didn't know. I oh didn't, dear didn't know me! Where it could have gone, well, yeah, I'm very surprised that you're so careless with snacks. Well, I'm very know, surprised. I, know, I should have tucked it down my pants. I don't know. Well, you it really go. should. I wouldn't have lost mine. I you weren't that. well that night. We, 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 they were lucky to see you on the I breakfast television. I had a nasty television. turn in the night. Oh, I God, really you didn't call did. Me. What <laughs> happened? Well, I woke up with these terrible chest pains, oh. and I thought, well. Oh, God, perhaps I'm having a heart attack. You know, I'm on live television tomorrow morning. Oh, my God. Um, I thought, no, that's ridiculous. It's obviously heartburn, which I think I've had in the past. But normally, I think, normally when you sit up, it kind of goes away, but it didn't. Yeah. And then I remembered that if you have some milk, that that's supposed to be good for it because I hadn't got any Gaviscon. Yeah. So I, I ate, I swigged back the four of those little sachets of milk, you know, by the kettle. Yeah. I did that. Those tiny difference. little yeah, thimbles well, of milk. Yeah, the only thing I could do. And you thought still, that was going to save your yeah, life? still really bad. At which point I'm thinking, well, I might have to go and ring reception to say, can I have the doctor? Yeah. Well, that would be very time-consuming, and I'd be even more knack of a knack of a tomorrow morning. So then, so then I made myself the the hot chocolate. So I thought that might have a bit of milk in it. Swish yeah. it around a bit. <laughs> so all this is going on. Wait for hours. So I had that, and um, and eventually it went. But it took absolutely ages. I was on the point of ringing. Not um, me. Well, I'm looking at you. Yes. No. I don't, no. I wouldn't have rung you. Actually, I might have done. But yes, we were on. Yes, we were on breakfast TV, weren't we? On the sofa with Charlie and Nagger. It was Charlie rather exciting. Nagger. It was yeah. rather exciting. There was, She's very beautiful. There was a moment when we were standing, sort of waiting to go on the set, where I said to you, oh, I'm a bit nervous. And you said, well, don't think about it. Just think about it being those two. You know, don't think about all the millions of people that are watching. That was quite a good steer, actually. Yeah, we were thrilled to be on the sofa be, with we Charlie were. and Nagger. And they'd listened to the podcast. They loved it. They'd actually listened to it. Well, what Charlie said was that he, he had to turn his phone off because he didn't know how to stop the podcast. <laughs> yes. And I was going on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm taking that as they liked it. Well, yeah, I just sort of thought, well, you know, it's not for your demographic, but no. I love the idea that I was in, we were in bed with Charlie. Oh, well, you, ha- yeah, I mean, you quite fancy him, I think Charlie you? is delightful. I think both of them are glorious yes, couple. Yes, they are. They are. They're my favourite But he's a bit combo. little. I thought he was a bit little. No, not when he stands up. He was sitting down, Judith. Well, so was when I. He... I thought he was still a bit little for me. No, when he stands up, he's leggy. 
Listening to what they're saying. That's terrible. <laughs> you really distracted me then. <laughs> so we had a lovely little um, flurry then of publicity. And we did, and we did Radio being, Manchester. Yes, we were made to feel slightly important for all, we were. all of about twenty five like minutes, that, don't we? We do quite yeah. like that. Yeah. And then I did the media so, media show on on Radio Four, didn't I, on Tuesday of last week? Yeah, I listened to a bit of it. Oh, do you mean a bit of it? <laughs> I listened to the whole thing. I, I kept trying to sort of skip the bits where you weren't talking because when you weren't talking, it was quite boring. Thank you. But when you were you see, talking, I was, was going. Bash. It was quite grown up, that was, wasn't it? Because it, you know, the, the head of BBC local radio was there talking about her new initiative or something, and the BBC media correspondent. I was really proud of you because you put back on your grown-up producer's hat. Oh, thank you. And talked like a grown-up. Did I just you, for a bit? Yeah. yeah, I can pull it off for about ten minutes, and then yeah. it all goes wrong. You didn't be laughing. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was quite serious and quite, yeah, I, I wasn't bad, was I? Very Thank you very indeed. much. Yeah. I had to go to the loo quite a lot before I went on, but it was all right. Oh, anyway, that was too it. much information, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Anyway, how's your week been? It's been very difficult, Judith. Well, has it? Difficult. Can I just, there's been a, a, a litany, I think that's the right word, a litany, a litany of disasters. Oh, one goodness. after the other, after the other. After. I've had a very bad run. February has been a tricky month. In the Eclair household. First Hi. of all, I needed a new car battery, £135. OK, that's fine. I love my car. Um, so anyway, so the car battery went first. Yeah. And I treated it to a new one. Then the dishwasher went. Oh, no. How many times? You know when your dishwasher is on the wobble? Yeah. And you, you just you look at it and you think, oh, that hasn't done anything. How many times do you make it go again before you give up? Seven times, seven times, seven times, seven times. Oh, and before no. I threw in the towel and went, okay, all right, you bastard. Mm. So yeah. anyway, Jeff and I thought we could, this bit had come adrift, so we thought we could try and fix it. Right. Jeff, you're right. So we've got the lid down. I've got my arm down this disgusting hole. Yeah. I'm asking for help from Twitter. Of course, everybody's telling me to put a bit of my Vagisan cream on the... <laughs> Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah, because... <laughs> I've got this clip thing that's come adrift and I've got to clip it back into place, but I can't find the bit yeah, anyway. Yeah. People are being so, oh, so hilarious on Twitter trying to help not. And Jeff did this thing right where he was on the floor and he leant on the lid <sighs> to get up. Now he's heavy. And I heard... Oh, no. Oh, no, Jenny. I heard it. Oh. It. Well, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't broken before, it's... Fucking broken now. Slapped isn't it off, didn't slap it off. Not quite, but you know, I, I heard a wrench and I thought, oh, well, God in heaven, you dear. stupid man. And he was going, I'm sorry, I think that was my fault. I thought, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> anyway, so um, we called a man out and the man said it's unfixable. So that's yeah. 600 quid for a new oh, dishwasher. Oh, dear. Okay, this isn't the end of it, don't you? Oh, don't no. you? No, 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 right? So uh, last Sunday we're off to uh, my brother's, mm. our Benjamin's. Uh, he's having a, that is a family lunch, Sunday lunch. We're on our way to Benjamin's. He lives in Tunbridge Wells. Yeah. But Jeff's driving. He's got the Range Rover, hasn't he? He opens the boot at the back, big, flips up. It's one of those who's got a big flip up things. Oh, throws yeah. the coats in, closes the boot lid down. Close, what does he close the boot lid down? On the coat? On no. my Mac. On my Mac that was actually his Mac that he bought uh, before he met me. So 40 years ago, and it cost £800 then. <sighs> it was the most expensive thing we've ever had in the house. 
and I have mm. taken to wear it. It's it's per, it's a beautiful piece of craftsmanship. This he's put the boot down on it. Oh dear. Okay, so the boot is now trapped. It will not open. It will <gasps> not. It is absolutely. So we we pretend it's, it'll something will happen. Something will we'll go over a pothole. It'll pop up. Something. Yeah. No, 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 no. Is it no. hanging out? Is it, is it hanging? Is no, it's not hanging out. out. No, right. because what it is is trapped under the oh, lock. It's just dear. in the lock. Oh. So he takes it to the Range Rover garage. He yeah. comes home. He's white. I said, he's ashen faced. And I said, well, uh, how much is that? He said, guess. And I thought, well, it's going to be, you know, two hundred. Oh, darling, three thousand pounds. <gasps> Jelly, you are kidding. I'm not kidding. You are kidding. Do you you know, I can barely speak for throwing up sometimes. But, you know, I I have to admit at this point, before everybody's sort of fainting on my behalf, the brakes Mm. had gone as well. So they are fixing the brakes and getting the coat out. But it is the, the coat, to get the coat out, they would have to unscrew the back of the car and lift the back end of the car bodily off the lock because Good you grief. cannot rip it out because even if you rip the coat, yeah, be stuck th- in. it would still be stuck in the lock. <gasps> so, so have you seen the damage to the coat yet? No, not yet. That's being picked up this afternoon. We oh, shall see whether it's in shreds dear. or not. I could weep, Judith, I could weep. But how did you... I mean, given that these two things were kind of just fooled... Well, I know, but I tried to be very good about it. Well... Well, if it was Mike, what would you say, Judith? Oh, what? Jenny, I don't... I, I mean... Honestly, I think... You know when you said, have you booked a holiday yet? And I said, yeah. no. And no, I haven't. Well, that's why. There'll be no holidays for the eclairs oh, for the time being. And, and that doesn't seem fair to me. Not when you've just had a holiday. Me? You're talking about me? Yes. Yes, yes, I know. I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm better at doing holidays than you are, but I, perhaps I do sort of cheaper ones. But we, we took the girls to Lille on the train, which was lovely. And... Um, I tell you what was really good is going on holiday where you didn't have to faff on at the airport. You didn't Why have to. Why did you pick Lille? Lille well, doesn't sort of I spring know, out. At I me. know, and Mike chose it, and and oh. and the three of us all looked at each other, me and the girls. Thinking, why on earth are we going to Lille? What? Why? What? What? The, what's oh, Lille? What's there? What's there? But I, we couldn't have been more wrong. It, it's a fabulous place. What's it's, it got? Well, it's got a huge kind of museum and art gallery that's got you know it's like a mini Louvre. It's got it's got you know nearly as much as the Louvre in it. Hardly any English people. I mean, because I, I think the, yeah, exactly. I think they all go to Paris and Brussels. Yeah. Lots of fantastic shops, not very expensive. Fantastic restaurants, and uh, yes, a lot of wonderful cheese was had, oh, and nice geez. markets, and you know it was good. And I bought these leopard skin boots. You did, didn't for you? Those... About sixty-five euros, and I'm jolly pleased with them. I am. They look very comfortable, and they're very nice, mm, stylish yeah, but... and comfortable. Oh, stylish is all right. When you stylish you know, what you've done though, you've double leopard skinned, haven't you? Yeah, the girls did <laughs> did warn me not to do that, and. I've still done it. I she said, she always does this. She, yeah, she well, I can't a, help it. She gets a little bit, an accessory, like a, a leopard skin boot, which are gorgeous, they're fine. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, what's she teamed it up with? A leopard skin dress. <laughs> You've got the jeggings on underneath, and that's all fine, but you'd never double leopard was that, skin. Well, should I not have done the leggings, no. Tom? No, you're probably right. No, never the you're double. Probably right. I'm not going to listen to you. My mother was. Ter- I think I'm bad. My mother was terrible about matchy matching. matchy matchy matchy. I have got a picture of me in my ballet tutu dress um, when I was about six or seven. So it was definitely in the kind of maybe late sixties. Uh, no, um, stop! You're six or seven. It's not the late sixties. Early sixties. Yes, all right. Okay. Well, that was probably. Try to get thinking. that one in. 
And if you look at our, our living room, we, she's got bright sort of flowery curtains, same, same fabric on the chairs, same fabric on the sofa, and the same fabric, would you believe, on a lampshade that she'd made. That is that is overmatching. Yeah. Now, even I can see that's overmatching. But I have I have admiration for any woman that can make her own lampshades. My mother was the same. But get this, my mother was the least sentimental woman in the world to the point that she cut up her wedding dress for a lampshade. Did she? Yeah, practical. Yeah, I know, but it was only in the second bedroom. It wasn't even the, <laughs> in you know her bedroom. Well, and presumably it was just a tiny bit of it. What did she do with the rest? Well, I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll see her next week. I must. You should ask Sometimes her. you forget to ask your mum about do. things, I know. You don't need you? To there ask. is sort of you do. You need to ask lots of things that I think. Oh, I must ask my mother about that. And then mm. when I get there, she annoys me and I forget to yeah, have yeah, these yeah. nice I know. long I know. conversations. I know. Well, I, I instead I, we just mm. bicker over yes, about whether she's using her iPad. Yes, of course you do. I mean, I I we got on very well. You know, when we went to, to Lille with the girls for a while. But then what happened is what you're describing is that they went off me. And and, and, and it happens really suddenly. They turn on a sixpence, they do. don't they? Yeah, it's all very chummy. And then for no reason whatsoever, it's like this terrible smell that's arrived. <laughs> and I can see that I'm just irritating the hell out of them. And, and the they've more had enough. you try not just to had irritate them. Yes, well, she well, gets. Well, I've got Phoebe's 30th birthday this weekend. And I'm, I'm treading on eggshells in, in case I upset her. She's already having panics about it. She thinks she's going to fail her 30th birthday. She phoned me up this morning. She said, I think I don't think I can do it. I think I'm going to fail my 30th. Oh, bless her. I said, you can't fail a birthday. She said, I think I can. I think I can. She's meant to be having drinks with friends. And, of course, it's you know it's half term. Some of them are teachers. They've gone away. So it's always been oh, like that for what, her birthday. Do you think there won't be enough people there? Is she worried there won't be enough She's even invited there. her dad and I down. Oh, yeah, that is desperate. Is, yeah. Yeah. She said, you know, I've always had quite a reputation for having quite groovy parties, and Aww. I think this one's going to not... And I said, well, it's just a... De- Why are they making such a big song and dance yeah. about turning 30? It's like, I'll tell you what it is, it's like they treat 30 like we treated 21. The big three O. No, you don't have the big O until you're 50. So do you remember what you did on your 30th? Well, this is very... That's interesting, because... I'd had her by then. Do you remember what you did? No, I've I've always been quite bad about celebrating my birthday. I prefer to go very quiet. I might have had a Sunday lunch or something like that. Mm. I can't... Can you remember your 30th? Yeah, I think I had a party in Bristol. I was going out with somebody very... um, Were you not married by this No, I wasn't. I was quite an independent woman when I was 30. I had a house in Brentford. And I was working on all Brentford, those... Brentford, nylons. Yeah, yeah, all right, yes. Was it there? Yes, it was, it was. It was actually very nice. She doesn't know what Brentford nylons is. <laughs> no, hey, listen, does. if you're watching this podcast, you know you're <laughs> of an age if you if you go in your head. Brentford, nylons. <laughs> Jenny, they don't watch the podcast. They listen oh, to it. But right, yeah, right. anyway. Um, no, I was quite an accomplished sort of independent woman. It was the 80s, as you were saying. Plenty of money. I was earning lots of money working at LWT on chat shows and... You know, because so I, what I kind made of Apple and Company, yeah. you know, and so so all of those Hollywood stars that were on those programmes. Did you sleep with any of them? Oh, now that's a difficult question, isn't it? One. She's just put up a single digit finger. One. You won't tell us on the podcast. Not, no, of course you? I won't. Because they will soon. I won't. I won't. But there were quite a. There <laughs> was were quite, it a man or a woman? Quite a, well, you see, what's interesting is that the posh girls on the production team got people like Sean. Well, not Sean Connery, but you know the kind of the really big hitters, the yeah, really yeah. posh people, really 
sort of would stalk them and kind of to ask them out. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I would tend stalk, to get not, not stalk, stalk yeah. no, but you know I would tend to get the comedians, you know, the people oh. like yes, <laughs> Paul Shane. I was at that, I was at that sort of level. So so no, there was there was there was a little something. Paul but, Shane yes. from no, Heidi better than Hyde. that. It was better than that. But it was <laughs> with Paul in Shane that stable. No, I didn't. No, it didn't, but I'm, I'm sure I could have done Jenny. Oh. I think I was in with quite a good chance, but anyway. Well done, you. Oh, look, my daughters might listen to this. This is terrible. Well, they should We've be really proud of you. Well, they won't know who Paul Shane was, will they? So that's a I'll relief. tell them when I see him. Yeah, you probably will. I'll tell you who our guest is. I'm excited about this oh, guest. Oh, we've got oh, this I really uh, am excited. She's not here, though, yet. Are you going to say who it is? Yeah, go on. Oh, I've forgotten her name. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> It's one, two, three, go. Felicity Montague! Yes, yeah. ah, but she plays the PA, Lynn, yeah. in Alan Partridge. And the new Alan Partridge, which yes, is, is about to launch. Week. In fact, by this time this podcast it will out, be out. It will be out. I'm yes. very excited about it. But, do you know, the character of Lynn, I have always thought that is a genius character. And, and she pulls it off so well. She, unrecognisable in, in real... The, when you look at her ten times, you go, of course you're Lynn. But on the street, you wouldn't go, oh, there's Lynn. No, you wouldn't. I don't think she... I'll, we'll have to ask her that. I she's she gets, going to be glamorous. I think she might be no, quite glamorous. No, she's not glamorous. that glamorous. She's not. She's borderline. She's mm. average. She's the same as you and I. She won't be, be carrying the bags, though, will she? She won't be carrying Alan's bags. No, no, she won't be carrying... She'll be carrying her own bags, though. She's quite bag-happy. I think she's a bit like think? us. Yeah, she's, she's normal. She's, yeah, you might have to ask her what she's got in her bag. She'll have at least two bags. OK, all right. If she hasn't got I two I think she'll bags, have one. You think she'll have two? I think she'll have one. Uh, two, because she might have bought us a present. <laughs> Wishful thinking. 
Oh, she's had a cold years. neck. So wait a minute. I've had a cold so neck so for 10 you went you went off to buy a drink. No, I bought a drink. Very right. nicely bought her drinks. Yes. Then I had to go. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realised I left my scarf. So she yeah. said to me, "Oh, you've left your scarf." And I thought the polite thing for her to have done would have been, "I'll send it you back." I'll send it to you back. Give me your address. And I, yeah, no, no, didn't no, happen. No. What she did, she said, "I'm having it." <laughs> And I've had it for probably ten about years. ten years. Not, Isn't it an you? irony? I turned up with a yellow scarf that my son bought me for this Christmas, and it's the same colour. And it's the same. Well, it's very on trend. Mm. So that's how long ago mm. it must have been, because it must have gone out of fashion and come back in fashion. Do you know what that's my exactly, me- my mission exactly right. is? My mission is that the one she she forgot the first time around ten yes. years ago. It's all right. It's just, but it's just a wool. It's just a blankety wool one. I'm not sure actually. The one that she has from her son, mm. I. I think there's got a bit of cashmere in it. Is it much already, nicer. You're not it, having it, So Jenny. my mission today is to swap the old scarf for the new, and I will continue to have God, a mustard Montague scarf. Do you want me to keep her talking? Yeah. Is it looking yeah. the other way? Distract her. Mm-hmm. We are, the, the next week is going to be a big week for you, because Lynn is back yeah. on our screens. Yeah. Has, Lynn was away for a little while, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. The thing is about Lynn is she comes and she goes. Yeah. And, and, and um, I love it when they take me up, and then I'm... You know, and I enjoy it when I see it without Lynn. So Lynn will always be in the background somewhere, always in my head. And I think she's in Steve's head, you know, and, and the boys, Neil and Rob Gibbons' head. Um, but, you know, she was in the movie, the Alpha Papa movie. Yeah. And then Steve does a lot of kind of documentary stuff on Alan, you know, like he tours and he does stuff like that. And sometimes you find she'll call, he'll call Lynn or something and someone <laughs> will say, well, were you, we're not in that person. No, 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 I wasn't in it. You know, that's just Steve doing his... Yeah. His documentary stuff, you know, and so I, I actually wasn't sure if they were going to use Lynn, and I wasn't. I'm not just being modest. Yeah, I didn't know whether they would or they wouldn't, you know. And you just have to be philosophical. And when I've been Lynn, so lucky to be in so much so far. When the call for Lynn comes, do you sort of do you know how to step back into her immediately? In the same way, Steve can step back into Alan Partridge. Can you step back into Lynn? Well, um. It's funny you ask that, actually, because sometimes it's it's quite nerve-wracking because you've done things and you yeah. think, I'm now going back onto a different area in a different sort of... It's, it's a different setting this time round. So will Lynn fit in? Will it work? I mean, you know, they, the boys know it'll work or not. Yeah. And they will use you or they won't use you. If they think it's not going to work, they won't use you. So you have to have a 50, 50, 50, 60% faith it will work. But I think there's nerves and, uh, the, will you I be think... watching? Will you watch in situ when it's uh, when it starts? No, I never watch in situ. I always watch afterwards. It was Matthew Kelly years ago. I worked with. Uh, we did a sketch show, and then I worked with him thirty years later in Pride and Prejudice on a tour. It was such fun to work with him all those years later. But he told me when I did the sketch show, I said, "He said, would you be watching yourself?" And I said, "No, I won't be, Matthew." And of course, I was a young chick then. And um, and he said, "Oh, you but you will, you must. You know, a couple of months down the line, close the curtains, put the box on." And just watch yourself. And well, said, critique yourself. Yes, critique and that's yourself. what he said. And yes. that's, that's what I do. Sometimes I watch it when it's going out. And actually, there's too much sort of talk and other people are watching it. So I like yeah. to watch it on my own. Concentrate. To see where the old tricks mm. are coming in. Mm. And what, you know, mm. you want to get rid of those tricks. Mm. You want to try and sort of... And is it exciting, Try and be new though? every time. Get something interesting. But yeah. it, must be, it must have been exciting to, to have got the call and said, right, the scripts are coming. And it's a whole new scenario because this it's a kind of seven o'clock show scenario, isn't mm. it? That Alan's back on the telly. They, they sort of say it's roughly sort of based on the one show kind of thing. That's and, what and I mean, And the partnership yeah. between Steve and Susanna um, is excellent. They're really, really good. And Lynn only comes on in little sort of off-camera moments. 
and it's sort they're, of they're going to be great though. So, we're so excited oh it's very sweet of you I seriously I mean I, I remember first seeing that character that you put say the, the, the PA just thinking it was masterful just that, you know, that, I mean, so you, the kind of, um, the, way, the way that he talks to you and the way you look sort of downtrodden <laughs> and the bags you carry and just, you know, it's your Well, she's moved on slightly from there. She's slightly moved yeah. on from there. It's, I think that this is the big break. There's years and years and years of dross in Norwich. Yeah. And she's thinking, oh, my London. God, he's going to blow it. It's like ever since that terrible cheese day. <laughs> You know, smell my cheese. Basically, she's thinking, <laughs> Lynn is thinking, oh, my God, he'll probably blow it. He'll yeah, probably blow it, but yeah, let's just yeah. really Because so, you're this. so much brighter than he is, obviously. Well, obviously. Yeah. Yes. I'm not sure Alan Partridge not, thinks that. No. Obviously. No. But, um, yeah, but I think I was most nervous when I went back on the second series. Yeah. Because it was like, Gosh, this has been very successful. And when something's been very successful, it's always very, very nerve-wracking. It's that thing of not... It's a, it's like superstitious actressy thing as well, or performancy thing, where you think, how do I recreate the magic? Was it a fluke? Is well, it- that's the problem. That's what they... All the time people were saying, the magic, the magic, can we recreate the magic? And that's that... It's know, a horrible phrase. You have to, yes, it is. So you have to walk away from it and absolutely disown it and then walk back in and say, OK, these, this is just... This is what I'm going to do and these are the positives and let's just take the positives from that. And I mean, you don't literally say that, but that's the only way I feel I can work. Mm. And, mm. and I actually was excited we did the movie because it was exhilarating and it was like a... But you've was, done other film as well. You've got a, yeah, a bit of a film. But it wasn't the film. It wasn't just the film. It was the fact of actually taking Lynn and Michael and... Alan, all of them, you know, as Steve said, out of the sitcom, you know, the the hamster wheel, into a world where they have to change and they have to feel things and they have to move forward. And so that was exhilarating to take these characters out and see if they'd work. Mm. And that's what they did. They did such a good job on that movie because it was so clever. Do you think Steve is a genius? Yes, yes. if he's not listening, yes, I think he's a genius. Yeah, yeah, if he's listening, Steve, we think you're an idiot. Um, (laughs) I've I've known him a long time. Well, he went to the same drama school as me, obviously. The Manchester one, yes. In Manchester. Julie Walters went there, didn't she? Yeah, I wasn't there when she was there. there. I wasn't there. Matthew Kelly went there. Yeah, Matthew Kelly is a really great person to work with. Uh, I've done Panto with him. I love Matthew. Um, mm. Very, very talented. They're both very good friends of mine, actually. Yeah. Um, Have you seen Steve in um, Stan and Ollie? Yes, he's brilliant. I haven't seen that film oh, yet. He's extraordinary. Yeah, I know. He good. is extraordinary. And the thing about Steve, he's got, when, when you meet him, as you know, yeah. he's got this incredible concentration. Very few people have it. You know, they literally, they're looking at your costume, they're looking at everything, and they're talking to you at the same time being quite funny. But you know that he's also producing it. You know that he's also writing it. You know that's and, it, and it's, it's, he's just so clever. One last Lynn question. Do you get recognised on the street as Lynn? No. Didn't think you would, you see. Well, I do get recognised occasionally. Someone, someone says... Do I you get, have a face? Do you have one or two faces? My children you... say I have a chin. Where a Lynn chin. if I'm really pissed off with them, and does I, the chin come out a bit? The chin comes out a bit. Oh, yeah. show and me, go, show me. I want to do it. I'm not sure I can do it. But but Luke goes uh, often says, oh, "Here comes, here comes the chin," because <laughs> he was at school in because I used to live in the country. Basically, the headmaster sidled up to him one day, and Luke was always in trouble. You know, so like Luke thought, "Oh God, here we go." And he went, "So Luke, he said, um, he said, do, do you do you watch your mum?" And he went. Well, yeah, I'm, I know my mum. It's <laughs> 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 so embarrassing. I think he's about 12 at the time. And he said, so have you seen Alan Partridge? And he went, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he went, Alan Partridge. And he said, your mother plays a character called Lynn. And he went, oh. He said, hang on a minute. He said, have you watched it? And he went, no. And he went, 
oh my god that's terrible that you haven't watched your mother and, it, and I was so annoyed with the headmaster I mean he was a very good headmaster he was a good man yeah. but obviously he was he had a little he, Achilles he wanted heel to know there, what Steve Coogan was like yeah, sort of yeah, thing. that's yeah. what most people want to do they say is Steve Coogan the person that they dream up in the press that the press dream up and um, you know that's they want to say and they, they want Luke to say oh yes he is <laughs> you know what I mean I mean that's what people are looking for they're looking for the Daily Mail heading but actually Steve is much more complicated than that oh, and yeah. much more good natured and much more warm hearted than any one could imagine he's 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 kind of got this facility incredible I and mean, you can only be born with that i think with a musical ear but mm-hmm. also then he's got the technique he can do anything with his voice once you've got that ability then you go into the arena of getting work and then you've got confidence and the writing and then you've got the writing you've mm. got the brains mm. and you've got the ability you're way ahead of everybody else to start off with and then there are people who join the profession they're very very good and then they get better and better and better as to who they work with mm. they learn from people they work with and mm. I just think that's it's just one of those things you have to learn in life I mean I wasn't and born with you, those kind of genes where do, so where do you put yourself on that scale of so, do you put yourself as someone who has natural ability but also needs to learn I think I have to, I think probably 75% learning where did you learn where did you start off um, I just watched people the whole time. Did you? Are you not and trained? I, and I sing. Get out of the business. Uh, no, I mean, I went to university, then I went to drama school. Which drama school? I went to um, Webber D, that's now Central. Yeah, Webber so, Douglas. Um, so, I, but, but basically, I always used to watch people as a child, and I used to imitate them, but not to the level of Steve. So but, you can't take on voices? You just... Well, I had a maths teacher, right? She used to, um, you know, smoke in the class, and she used to look outside the class, and she used to take her top off. And, totally uh, and she had like a, you know, like a sort of like a silk nighty, a little you know, like slip, a petticoat slip. Yeah. And she used to go right, Montague. She said, "What's the eight times table?" And then <laughs> drag a cigarette. And she had one of those kind of like you know, like literally golden party. Hair. Yeah, because well, of the they nicotine. were fun, stuck at the top. It's all that yeah. you know. And then there was like, and and you know, she used to like say, you know, I'm hot. And so she. <laughs> She had big jewellery. And great. I'd love to play her one day. But, you know, like, so th- that was all I cared about in the maths classes, that, that about this woman. I'd be passionate mm. to get to the class really early because all I want to do is watch, watch her. her. So really, that's all I did, really. There's Mrs Wigglesworth, who did, you know, you know and she, she used to do a lot of this, you know, and I, I don't know. It was, well, it's it was maths teachers I used to watch mental. people all the time. And, my, my, you know, but the, 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 the teachers would talk to my... I mean, it's a classic actor, actor isn't it? But yeah. the teachers would talk to my parents saying... You know, my, I remember my father came home one day and he said, oh, we've been to the um, parents' evening, darling. And, um, well, oh, oh. <laughs> what did they say, Dad? <sighs> like this, you could feel such failure. And he said, um, well, they think there's a little something about the wiring in the brain. Because in those days, they didn't Brilliant. know all these things. And, um, and, and, he, and he said, so we just said to them not to worry. I'm sure it will go away. <laughs> <laughs> they think you were ever so slightly backward, as they would yes, otherwise have called it. Yes, or just like wiring in the brain. I wasn't getting the right receivers through. Something wasn't quite working. Run to the pack sort of thing. But it will all go away in time. Gosh. And before my father died, bless him, he said to me, I have an apology to make to you. And I said, what, Drogo? And he went, he said, I think you're so much more capable than... I ever thought you were. And he said, and I just don't think we didn't think about it. And he said, I'm just so sorry. What did you call him? Drogo? Dro- yes, What's, Drogo. What? Don't look at us and say, don't you call your dad Drogo. No, we don't <laughs> all call our fathers Drogo. What's the Drogo for? John what? Drogo, Montague. It's such a great... Get rid of the John. Drogo Montague is just such a fantastic, sexy, kind yeah. of swashbuckling name. So what's your mum like? My mum was an Australian. 
Oh. So my father met my mother on a blind date in Australia at a bush party. It's a long way to go for a blind date. Yes. Well, he was working out there yeah. in um, uh, industry by that point, and uh, he his date fell through. And so someone said, oh, well, I know, you know. And there's a, there's a called, Sheila. There's a, there's a Sheila along the road, and her name's Dorothy, Dottie. And um, Mum put on her ball gown. And uh, she stood at the top of the steps, and within three months they're engaged. It's mad. There's mad. A, there is a big theatrical streak coming through your family because your daughter, she's got it. Yeah, and my nephew is a jazz is, is training at the Guildhall doing jazz. So there's, and there's another composer though. But actually, it's very strange because I had three brothers. I was going to say to you, yeah, my father yeah. was in the second Punjab, where obviously left the army, and then suddenly it became very, very traditional. The family, like my brothers, went off to boarding school and they went to Sandhurst and. God, it's a lot of army. And so I had three brothers. and they, Santa. Uh, two in the light infantry, one in the bomb squad, Royal, Royal Artillery, uh, Royal Engineers, he's a sapper, and um, he went to Cambridge, did engineering. He's quite brilliant, Nigel. And then my sister is very bright, extremely musical, and she married um, a chap in the army in the tanks. And, um, and then I have all my cousins. And so suddenly all my family dispersed when they left university. They were all off in bases and stuff like that. And I know it's interesting. But the, the, the world of show business is littered with army brats. I know you say you're not, you weren't an army brat, but there is, there's something that comes from... Um, I think my father uh, it was, if, if you're allowed to be theatrical and army, I think he was because he escaped a very working-class Blackpool background. And became a major. That's and some became achievement. A major That's some achievement. Because he, and he, I think he had an ear for accents, which is something I don't have at all, but he taught himself how to sound posh. I mean, my father... I mean, his his brother Stanley. Oh, Stanley, it's all like that. And oh, yeah, you know, he he always had a fag on the bog. You know, he was very, <laughs> he, was, he were a proper northern bloke. That's you funny. know, and uh, smoked his legs off. He was one of those. And uh, and then my father, my father talked like that. Did he? Oh, absolutely. Did he? he was a fruity. He had a proper fruity voice. Isn't yes, an absolutely delightful. But voice. good for him because in those days, unless you had that fruity voice, you couldn't. It get was on. very difficult. Nowadays, it's, the army is a very different place. You can come from any background, I, I believe. The Imperial War Museum did um, a recording with Drogo. Um, as one of the last few white officers alive. I mean, he subsequently died uh, five years ago. He was 97. Um, and it was it was just the life of life in times of an ordinary officer in India. But it was, actually, there's it was no ordinary life there. No, it there? was extraordinary. extraordinary. The life was extraordinary. But he, he's quite, he was quite a modest man. And I think that he, he felt his life was incredibly ordinary. I had no idea because I used to go to the Punjab do's, you know, the in and out clubs and stuff like that. I mean, always women with very large hats. <laughs> and, you know, it was almost like they thought you were a hundred yards away. <laughs> and they'd talk about Sudan and places they all went to. And, uh, like the officers' club. And it was an officers' club and there yeah. were rules and regulations. And now I've gone through this archive and it's so fascinating the life out But what there. a great, she's a great voice as well. Yes. I mean, but no one seems to want to know these characters they just want Lynn they who, want, who um, did you who did you observe um, for Lynn was there anybody that you watched and I know this I know and I can never say for legal right. reasons I know who the woman is based on but I think sometimes characters are based on more than one person it's like 
you know, someone's walk or I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like we all we're all we're all bit, we're all, all multi layered, aren't yeah, we? We're, we're all, all onions. We've got we're many all layers. onions. Yes, and unless you see someone, you think, oh, I can absolutely get that person. Um, are you pleased with your career? Are there what are the highlights? Let's leave Lynn out of this. But talking about stage work, what? Are, well, I last... think I've been extremely lucky to do Lynn. Let's not get that out. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm not one of these people that says, oh, I'm saddled by Lynn. Yeah. I think that. That was an incredible entree into my name becoming more established to get better, you know, to get better work, to get more interesting work. So, um, you know, the big directors in theatre aren't interested unless you've done, you know, certain stuff and they can get... It's all about bums on seats now. So I'm completely realistic about all of that. Well, you have also written yourself. I mean, well, you've done I, the... I develop I, and I write dialogue, but I'm not a writer per se that I write scripts. I would like to be in that situation. I'd like to go off and do writing courses because I've got, you know... but. I don't Steve, think you need to do writing course. Well, I think you just need to do more of it. I need to do it with a partner. That's yeah, why I need to find yeah. a writing partner. So, In terms of sort of acting apart from television acting, you've done a lot of theatre in the last couple of years, haven't you? In the last couple of years, yes, because I hadn't really done enough. You've done a lot of hat bonnet stuff, haven't you? Not a lot, but I did, I, I did uh, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, yeah, I, but that was telly as well, though. I did um, Map and Lucia. That was great fun. Was Map and Lucia a, a theatre thing? No, it was telly. I didn't it was see telly. That. It was BBC. I didn't get a second series, sadly, but it was lovely. It was wonderful. So you're going to the bridge. You're going to do a little bit of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything after that? Not at the moment, no. no. Well, we're not worried about you. I think you'll. I think you'll cope. I think the phone will ring. We are glad you came in. I'm really glad I came. I'm so glad. I wanted to meet you both. I thought you're great together, by the way. Thank oh. you. I really enjoy you both together, and I am very fond of old Jenny over there. <laughs> However, rude and crude and bad. You she brought is. your son to see me when he was far too young. No, he wasn't. He was, was about twelve. No, he wasn't, wasn't he? twelve. Was he? He was very no, funny no, no. backstage. What I year did thought, you do that tour? Oh, God, it's going back. I mean, I reckon at least, I'd say, 12 years ago. No, Jenny. No, Jenny. I think you inappropriately bought your son. <laughs> <laughs> my Poor son, man. Don't ever interview my son, because he'll say some terrible things about me. He did, that I'm inappropriate. But. I think he's glorious. I think you're glorious. I think your daughter's glorious. I think they're all great. Listen, we're going. We are beside ourselves with excitement for next week. Absolutely. Um, you know, when you come on the screens, what we're going to be like that. Yeah, certainly are. Thank you so much. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com